And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm talking about this show covers some ground across the northern part of our state. I'm talking about down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, all just for good measure. Um, text lines are already going ba-boom. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Daryl from, from Huntsville, regarding my monologue, says, I wonder how many people search Skillcraft pins after your monologue. <laughs> By the way, it's it's spelled S-K-I-1-L, Skillcraft. Um, but but yes, <laughs> I, would, I would suspect a few did. But you know what, though, Daryl? I bet there's a whole bunch of them that heard that and went, oh, yeah. And they probably have a few in their drawer. Um, we got a new listener, a uh, new texter on the line, Trina from Elkmont. Trina, we're glad you're with us. We'll get you uh, your name inputted to the system. And then uh, um, we, got, uh, we got a text from Leanne from Huntsville that is uh, – <laughs> oh, I get what That's she's Yukon saying. Cornelius. That's Yukon Cornelius. Nothing. Said, what's Biden coming back from Mexico? Nothing. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. Good stuff. And we are up on our website, just so you know. Well, oh, good deal. You're a wonder. You're a tech whiz. <laughs> I just don't even know how to explain it. Okay, hey, listen. Um, so you've probably heard that there's a there's a there's a bit of a, a hullabaloo going on right now. Uh, President Biden apparently had some classified documents. Pray tell, Phil. Not President Biden. Hasn't he excoriated the former president, his predecessor, for having classified documents? Yes, yes, he did. Doesn't this appear to be just, you know, potentially uh, not near as bad as Trump? Really? Well, that's what they're saying. That's what they're trying to say. The mitigation is underway. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter. If you've got one document that you're not supposed to have that was not declassified and is not being properly controlled, then you're wrong. Breaking news a moment ago on CNN, by the way, um, says that the documents that um, have been discovered uh, in President Biden, then Vice President Biden, um, in his former office, uh, they dealt with intel on the Ukraine, the UK, and Iran. Huh. Go figure. And they were ranked top secret SCI. So if you've had a TSSCI before, and I've had a TSSCI and worked in SCIFs, then you know that's, um, that ain't good. I would suspect, too, being the vice president of the United States, he may have been read on to a SAP, which is called a special access program. Um, I don't know what these documents are, and I'm not going to try and tell you I know what they are. I can tell you what the reporting is. But I do know this. The average flunky like me working as a 05 at the time in the Pentagon down in the basement skiff and the, you know, the bowels of the earth in the Pentagon, um, I can just tell you that when I got read on and then when I left, I had to get read off. During my read-off, I'll never forget the lady looked at me when we were done. She goes, okay, and here's the final word. If you write a book, we have to read it first. Oh, yes, ma'am. Apparently, that doesn't apply if you're like a Biden or a Clinton or somebody else. But daggum, if you're that young E-4 submarine operator and you took a picture of the internal workings of your submarine because you were proud of where you worked and then found out later on you shouldn't have, you can lose your career and go to jail. 
because that happened. The same time Hillary Clinton's server was being talked about on the news, a young Navy sailor, uh, a submariner, was literally finding out that his life was about to be over as far as he knew it because he had dared to take pictures on his phone inside a nuclear submarine because he was a knucklehead, because he was a kid. Anyway, here's the deal. President Biden, hang on a second, I got a text from Michelle from Huntsville. She says, LOL, Phil, MSNBC said Biden's classified documents were an understandable mistake. Well, of course they did, Michelle. It was Biden. Good gosh. You know what? I need to find that story because I've got another one from CNN where they, they literally are doing everything they can to just say, this is not Trump. This is not the same. This is different. This is not near as bad. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's unreal. Let me start from the beginning. And, and by the way, it's a legit story, especially made all the more so by the fact that just last fall, was it last fall? Just last fall, the FBI actually raided Mar-a-Lago, the personal residence of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, and seized documents documents that he, as a president of the United States, had the authority to declassify himself. And we'll talk about that in detail because there is a protocol. There is a manner in which to do it. You don't just get to go, well, I think, therefore, they are. No, I mean, you, you got to sign something. There needs to be a, there needs to be a cover document saying document has been declassified on so-and-so date by so-and-so person. Um, there's a way to do it. I don't know that Trump did it. But what I am trying to say is don't pretend for a minute that because an office that Biden doesn't even use anymore <laughs> as, a, as a former vice president who probably didn't have the authority to declassify. Just because they find him there doesn't mean he's okay, but Trump's not. You got a conundrum, brother. You got a conundrum. Now what do you do? All right, so the story on CBS dated uh, today. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland has assigned the U.S. attorney in Chicago to review documents marked classified that were found at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington. Two sources with knowledge of the inquiry told CBS. The roughly 10 documents, right now they're saying there's only 10. You know, they, they say they found over 100, maybe upwards of 300. I don't know how many of those were actually classified in Trump's possession, but they're saying they only found 10, just 10. CBS News has learned the FBI is also involved in the, the Biden affair. The material was identified by personal, this, this is what gets me. This was not an accidental find by the janitor. This was Biden's own attorneys. On November 2nd, oh, really? A week before the election, really? And we're just finding out, really? The material was identified by personal attorneys for Mr. Biden on November 2nd. Richard Sauber, special counsel to the president confirmed. The documents were discovered when Mr. Biden's personal attorneys were, quote, packing up files in a locked closet to prepare to vacate office space at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. The documents were contained in a folder that was in a box with other unclassified papers. A source familiar with the matter, <laughs> this is correct. A source familiar with the matter told the news the documents did not contain nuclear secrets. Why would they throw that in there? Because the allegation was that Trump had nuclear secrets. He had it might have even been the nuclear codes. We don't know. Like they never change the codes when a new president comes in. It might have been something like nuclear secrets. But when you're talking about Biden, you quickly say, there were no nuclear secrets as far as we know. Never mind that it dealt with Iran. And, the, you know, that was the big thing, the Iran nuclear deal. Huh. 
Sauber, the special counsel to the president, also said on the same day the material was discovered, the White House counsels noted the, notified the National Archive, which took possession of the materials. All right, good on them. A source familiar with the matter said representatives from the National Archives then notified the Justice Department. Okay, good on them. Merrick Garland then notified the U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois. So this is not being swept under the rug. And I got to ask you, what do you think the backstory is? What do you think the backstory is? I mean, what, what would you imagine? Uh, if, if, you, if, you're, if you're going to say, okay, first of all, the backstory might, not, might be there's not a backstory. It might be simply that his attorneys went, oh, crap, what's this document here marked TSSCI? I don't think we can hold this. What is it? I don't know. Don't look at it. Call somebody. Call the archives. And so they gave them up. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's where the story stops. Then again, I got two theories. Just two. Two theories on what another backstory might be. You ready for this? Two theories. A little bit of conspiracy theorists going on here. Number one, they don't know what to do with Biden, and he's already said he's probably going to run again, and they're trying to figure out ways to go ahead and make him look like the guy who probably shouldn't run. And so this is just the deep state's way of saying, look, all this stuff about Trump is on him too now. We can, we can, we can get him to gracefully say, I've decided not to run because we can stack up stuff that just makes him want to get out, makes the party want him to get out. Not that they don't have enough already. So my first thought is, interesting. Merrick Garland, even referring it to a U.S. attorney for review. Well, Merrick Garland has to, by the way. Here's the other piece. Merrick Garland hates his life right now. <laughs> Merrick Garland hates his life right now and is literally thinking, God almighty, the FBI did a raid on Mar-a-Lago, and I've got boxes that I really can't send the guy to jail for. And what do I do? I know. Uh, if the other president on the other party did the same thing, then I can find one innocent and the other side can't argue. Hmm. Maybe it's a way of cleaning the slate so they can move on. Hmm. Maybe they're hating life because the DOJ went down and did a raid, well, the FBI went down and did a raid, and they really got out of hand, and it went politically bad for them, and they know it's going to be used in the campaign season, and they know the new Congress is going to wind up holding hearings, and they know it's going to backfire and just blow up right in their face. And so what they do? They say, how do we get rid of this? we got to let him off the hook. How do we let him off the hook? I don't know. If we do, it'll look like politics. If we don't, it'll look like politics. Wait, how about this? Put some documents in Biden's former office, and let's quote-unquote find them. And then we'll come back and go, well, they're both in presidential categories, and they had the executive authority to declassify. So we see this as being a non-issue, and we just wish they would be better able of handling documents in the future. And it all goes away. That's my prevailing theory, to be honest with you. I think it's their back way to, 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 to let things simmer and then sort of reprimand and then sort of move on so that both sides can't make a thing of it. Um, and it gives the ability for um, Joe Biden, or excuse me, Merrick Garland to have a way out because he hates his life right now and wishes he had another job. He just wants, he would just like to go play some golf. Please, please, God, can I just, can you stop, Mr. President? Um, anyway, I, I'm getting lots of texts on this one too, by the way. <laughs> the text messages are coming in. Um, Paul from Athens says, and they had to emphasize that they were in a locked closet. Well, so were Trump's. Trump's were in a locked closet. They were locked because the uh, the archives had asked them to be locked, and so they complied. 
Leon, Leanne uh, from Huntsville says, backstory, Biden brain, she's broke. Well, I don't know what that Biden, Biden brain, she's broke. Okay. Um, Tony from Piedmont says, I uh, think Biden and Trudeau should stay in Mexico to help with running the country. I wonder. Um, let's, let's, let's not annex it and make Mexico the 51st state. I know that. Um, and then uh, before we go to the break, I'll just tell you, uh, Silas from uh, Harvest. Silas, thanks for your service, man. He says, I was a submarine guy, and I concur. They don't take taking pictures very lightly. But why shouldn't Biden and the rest of them be held to the same standards as us? Totally agree. All right, man, we got to run to a break right now. Uh, and we'll be right back. I got callers calling in. I got text messages dropping in, and we got a topic that is already getting attention. We're talking about what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all in North Alabama, solid conservative and just plain right. That's that's that bump that I have to let play out sometimes, Boomer. I just I just sit there enjoying it. I know. Just, just rocking to some black crows there for a minute. Um, hey, I, the, the phone lines and the text lines are both going uh, gaboom. So uh, uh, this one apparently got some attention. So, yeah, we're talking right now, this whole section of the Triple Dipper, we're calling it good for the gander. You know, what's good for the goose, good for the gander? Well, they're trying to say that Trump has just, you know, created treason. One, one former Intel official even said that Trump might ought to be uh, executed for having classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Um, and now, suddenly, they found classified documents in Biden's former office at the Penn, uh, what is the think tank? I forgot what it's called, the Penn something. Anyway... It's a thing, man. It's, you know, this, 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 it, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I got a caller online too. Let me grab that real quick. Held on during the break and I really appreciate it. Susan from Elkmont. Hey, Susan, how you doing? Doing well. I had a question that I shared with Boomer. Yeah. If, if these documents were discovered before the midterm, how come they weren't in the news before the midterm? Exactly. It seems like a trend. Exactly. How about that? How about just, uh, let that thing lay for a while. Yeah, it, it literally took them about, uh, what, two months to get the news out, didn't it? Yep. I totally mm-hmm. agree. That's, if, it I, been, if it had been anybody else, it would have been right out there. I, 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 I agree. I think it would have been right out there, and I think it would have been uh, the documents themselves probably would have been exposed at that point. But, um, yeah, Susan, great point. Good call. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, it just, it's, just, it's just something, man. Um, it, it, you look, you look at it, and and you think, okay, when are they going to acknowledge that they're doing everything they can to persecute Trump, but excuse Biden? Because, and I get it. If Trump screwed up, I'm okay with it. Do what you got to do, man. But don't pretend that what's you know good for the goose is not good for the gander. Because here's the deal: you can't go after somebody under 
the application of law and then not equally apply the law to someone else just because they're your person. You can't do it. Justice, the whole thing about justice wearing the blindfold is supposed to be because the application of the law is impartial. It is not designed for favorites. And yet for some reason, there always appears to be that the left has some kind of Teflon coating on them. Hillary Clinton can literally have classified information on her server, at her house, a non-government server. And then when they find out that it's there, one of her aides literally takes a hammer to destroy the hard drive. And the evidence is now gone. Who does that? Well, apparently Hillary Clinton's folks do that. And did anybody go to jail? No. You know, when, when Clinton was when Hillary Clinton was running, her husband Bill Clinton just happened to have a quiet meeting on a dark runway in a small government plane with the attorney general, who may or may not have been investigating. Just what? Okay. This kind of stuff, you look at it, you go, this this is this double standard's gotta stop. Let's keep moving on this though and talk about what it means. So the Presidential Records Act does require all presidential and vice presidential documents to be turned over to the National Archives. I get it. Now, you can imagine, though, that there, I mean, I would, wouldn't you? Wouldn't there be things that if you had, if you had the amazing job of being president of the free world, wouldn't you probably have some souvenirs somewhere in there? You have some things like, man, for posterity, when I write my memoirs, I want to include that. Or there's that document that's got my my signature on it. And that document, it, 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 it means something. And I would love to keep a copy of that. Or for that matter, this is that thing that I'm going to commit my time to when I leave office. And so I'm going to go ahead and continue to make use of some of this information that my office gained for me. I want to, I want to start a charity to support that thing in that foreign country. And here's that document that talks about whatever. You can imagine. I mean, everybody who's been somewhere comes back with a souvenir Everybody who's been somewhere and done something important is, you know, and, and, I, and I love the, the non traditional souvenirs. My, me personally, I always look for that thing that speaks to where I was without it being like just a cheap postcard or, you know, a, a kitschy item that you buy in a souvenir shop. I want to find something that is tied to the place, tied to the memory. And I've got a lot of those things. Some of what we're looking at right now is that a president's going to leave office and there's going to be information that goes with him or her. But there is a process to this. And that's, uh, by the way, don't, don't take that I'm leading down a road of excusing here. I'm not. What I am saying, though, is if you're going to hold somebody to a standard, you got to hold them all the way. And you got to hold everybody else to the same standard. So right now what we're looking at is that in 2013, Hillary Clinton got away with it, and yet young Navy sailors didn't. And then on top of that, you've got the fact that Biden is now found, have, found to have documents that are classified, TSSCI documents. And it, guess who was in charge of his office back then? The guy who was now Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, was in charge of that office. I'm just telling you, man, this, 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 this stinks. It just, it just does. And Biden, by the way, is dodging the questions. Story on CNN, dated today, is that Biden is dodging the questions. I'll tell you about that. And then I've actually got the regs on how do you, by the way, declassify. We'll wrap this section up when we get back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio solid conservative and just plain right.
You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams, live in the Right Side Studios. Man, local, state, national, sometimes international, covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. And, yeah, um, I'm just telling hour number two. How'd that even happen? We're in hour number two already. I don't know. We, we just get caught up in the moment, and it, they're <laughs> so good. And the next thing we know, we're in hour one and two and three. three. And then we're done. We're like, oh, man. If we ever get to where there's an hour four, we're going to have to do something, man. <laughs> That's we have right. to bring in pizza or something. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, um, Hey, uh, by the way, I'm going to go to the phone lines in one second here, but I got to tell you, I got some, I got some amazing people on the text line. And uh, Lynn from Knoxville, where did my text go? It just, okay, it went away. There it is. Lynn from Knoxville uh, just made a great point that I hadn't thought about. I have an amazing audience, you know. Uh, full credit to Lynn from Knoxville. Says two big differences in the classified documents issue here. Two big differences. Number one, Biden was the vice president. He shouldn't have had classified documents. Number two, and this is the big one that got me. The documents were completely unsecured. At least with Trump, you had the Secret Service guarding the residents. That's exactly right. The, uh, the, the, the Penn think tank was just an office. Um, nobody was there. Uh, Biden wasn't going back to it. He just left stuff behind. He sent some people over there to clean it out. They found it in a closet. And they're like, wow, what's this? The, the Trump thing at Mar-a-Lago, Trump had a locked room in the basement of Mar-a-Lago as requested by the archives while they were talking about what should be turned over and what shouldn't. And the Secret Service was guarding the house. So a little different there. Hadn't thought about that. Got a caller on line one. Let me jump over there to it. Uh, appreciate uh, waiting through the break. Robert from Huntsville. Robert, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay, Phil. Um, with this uh, double standard that we have in the justice system that we've seen through the o- Obama administration and during Trump, um, being when he was president and now um, President Biden. The only thing I can say is that we don't live in a republic no more. If you really think about it, um, our country has gone too far to the left, and uh, I would say that it's uh, already there being a communist country. Wow. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm not quite as pessimistic as you are. I do believe that last week uh, we watched conservatives uh, prevail in a House fight to get uh, concessions about how the House would do its business. So I'm, I'm, still, I'm still of the hope that what we have is, is not so far gone that we can't get it back. I do believe it's not necessarily communist, but it's certainly more socialist. Um, and I do believe there's a double standard in the law or the application of the law. Uh, for for left versus right too often, and so there's my thoughts, man. Um, you know, at, at my other question is this: I was in the military for a long time, and I've touched elbows or rubbed elbows with uh, the real high muckety mucks. And my question is, when we'll get? To... Did we lose him? Military coup. Hey, hey, Robert, we're losing your signal, man. We only heard half your question there. Can you answer? Can you ask it real quick? Uh, what I'm trying to say is, my question is this: When will the military step in and have a military coup? Never. 
if it gets really bad in this country? Never. I hate to ask Never. that question. That's, that's, a, that's a question that's uh, outside the boundaries of the law. The military is uh, under, unlike most countries, the military has a true civilian uh, uh, head of it, and it will, there will not be a, a military coup that will ever be considered uh, a good idea. So, no, Posse Comitata says you don't use uh, U.S. military forces on U.S. soil. Um, yeah. That's why the National Guard's in a different category. They're a Title 32, not Title 10. So, um, no, not not going to happen. And uh, that's out, outside the bounds of this conversation, brother. All right, we got to move on. Let me jump over here. The text line is still blowing up. My gosh, I can't even keep up right now. This topic apparently has hit a nerve. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm going to have to go back there and read more text. Let me do this. Let me just say, first of all, Biden's been avoiding the question. And he's about to do a press conference here. According to Fox News, um, there's a uh, press conference coming with Biden, uh, President Obrador of, Obrador of Mexico and Trudeau of Canada uh, coming up very soon. He's already been asked multiple times, and he just sits there. He won't answer the question. In fact, one of the, um, the comments that I've got here is that uh, Biden heard the question and declined to even say a word. In fact, he even smirked at one point. Uh, you, you see him do the smirk, the smirk. You know, the kind of, you know, in fact, it says it right here. CNN even reports asked by reporters in the room before the bilateral meeting in Mexico for a response to the classified documents. Biden stayed quiet and at one point appeared to smirk as shouting reporters were ushered out of the room. Now, here's the part that gets me in this story from CNN. This is dated yesterday, uh, today, actually. A source familiar with the matter told CNN that Biden is still not aware of what is contained in the actual documents. Biden wasn't even aware that the classified documents were located in the office and didn't become aware of them until his personal lawyers communicated their existence. I think that makes it worse. I mean, first of all, Trump knew the documents were there. Trump and his attorneys were talking to the archives and the Department of Justice. Trump and his attorneys responded, yes, we have these certain documents and we've got them under lock and key in a basement room in a facility guarded by the Secret Service. Biden didn't even knew they were there. He didn't even know what they were. At least that's the, that's the dumb guy routine they're going to play. It's just amazing to me. Um, but keep in mind, too, story here on Fox News. Just this past September, in an interview on 60 Minutes, Biden was asked how he felt when he saw the photographs of all the documents spread out on the floor by the FBI when they raided Mar-a-Lago. His answer, this is, this is Biden talking, how could that possibly happen? How could anyone be that irresponsible? And I thought the data was in there that may compromise sources and methods. By that, I mean the names of people who helped or et cetera. Basically what he's saying is he threw the president, former president under the bus and then never mind the fact that that was in September when he said that. A mere mm, 35 days later, they apparently found classified documents in his former office left completely unattended. Representative James Comer of Kentucky, who's the chairman of the House Oversight Committee now, he said that he will be sending a letter to the National Archives and the White House Counsel seeking information about the documents that were seized. He says, under the Biden administration, the Department of Justice and National Archives have made compliance with presidential records a top priority. We expect the same treatment for President Biden, who has apparently inappropriately maintained classified documents in an insecure setting for several years. You think? Okay, let me, let me move down in my stack here. First of all, I will say this. CNN will report, and then CNN will defend all at the same time. It's ridiculous. So in an article that was not labeled editorial, CNN came out with a piece, and it's a long one. I mean, when, I, when we get the printout done, it's literally a four-page article. 
the whole article is titled, There Are Clear Distinctions Between Trump and Biden's Two Cases. <laughs> Pushed a rush to his aid. We gotta, we can't, we can't let this, we gotta, we gotta find a difference. How do we explain this? We gotta mitigate the damages. Okay. So they literally say, uh, seize documents with Trump, seize documents with Biden. But then they have the phrase, but there are clear distinctions between the two cases. Starts off with the new controversy so far appears to be on a smaller scale. Physically smaller does not mean legally smaller. Thank you very much. What if we find out that President Biden had secrets about Ukrainian corruption and, oh, by the way, something with the Iran nuclear deal? Because we're hearing right now the documents are related to the United Kingdom, Iran, and, um, and uh, Ukraine. Keep in mind, Ukraine, he, he's, he's been on the record as saying that he literally got the head prosecutor for, the, for Ukraine fired as they were doing an investigation on a company that Hunter Biden was involved with. And now we find out there's documents about Ukraine tucked away in his old office. Hmm. Reckon what they are. I don't know. So you can go ahead CNN and say, well, it's a smaller scale. Physically smaller does not mean legally smaller. If we find out that we've got a recipe for cheeseburgers in Mar-a-Lago in a document, but we've got Iran nuclear information in a document in Biden's office, I don't care if you have 300 cheeseburger documents and one nuclear document over here, the one nuclear document is the worst. So we don't know yet. CNN rushing to call it smaller. They also went ahead and got their expert on to say, this is apples and oranges, said a guy who is the deputy executive director of the James Madison Project, who went on to say, this is not as big a deal. Yeah. Well, Kevin McCarthy's already said, oh, really? They just now found them after all these years? How about that? And the question is, fairness and respect for the law does, in fact, dictate that Biden has to answer the same questions Trump is facing, period. There's no way around that. You have to. You cannot say that what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. Folks, I'm just telling you, there's a means by which you declassify documents. There is. I've got it right here. And one of the things it does say, in fact, is that a president, not a vice president, which Biden was when he took the documents, a president may, in fact, be recognized as having the ultimate power to classify or declassify documents according to a 1988 Supreme Court case called Navy versus Egan, E-G-A-N. You can look it up. Navy versus Egan set a standard. And the reality is... We're looking at something that we don't know all the details yet. I get it. But I think there's a backstory on this. And I think we're also going to find out that those documents that were tucked away in Biden's old office, they have meaning. And I think we're going to find out that everybody wishes now the whole Mar-a-Lago thing would just go away. And this is an opportunity to let there be an even scale. And it all fades from memory before it becomes an election campaign issue. Um, got a caller on line one. I've got about 30 seconds for a call. Brad from Decatur, how you doing? I'm doing well, Phil. Love the show. Thanks, man. I was just about this. Um, you know, America, the public, sucks everything up like a milkshake that has to do with Joe Biden. They blow it off. Everything's fine. And I, I can't believe the American public itself is accepting this and are not in the streets saying, why is this? Why do we have this? Why do we let this happen? That's the only thing that concerns me. Republican, Democrat, why are Americans putting up with this? 
And I love your show. I listen every day. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think we are accepting it. I think the fact that you're calling into my show where I'm talking about it is a clear indication that not everybody's accepting it. And uh, I'm I'm waiting to see what uh, the new uh, Republican uh, uh, House committees uh, find out. Brad, good call. Got to run to a break. Boomer, let's go ahead and do it right now. We'll do the break, and we'll come back. We're switching gears here in a moment. Got to talk about some home fries, things that happen around the state of Alabama. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid conservative and just plain right. Hey, by the way, uh, the text lines, I, I, I got a great audience. Uh, and, and Steve from uh, Tennessee just texted me an actual picture of the, um, uh, the patent application from the, the government Skillcraft pen that I was talking about earlier <laughs> from, from 1965. They went into production and uh, began fielding them for the government in 1968, and the patent was obtained in 1965 for the anti-gravity pen. Um, no tell me how many they sold of those things uh, over the years. Uh, I got a caller on the line. Let me grab that real quick. Is that Jeff Rowe? Jeff from Indiana. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, Phil. Hit Tennessee line. Oh, <laughs> back on the road, I see. Oh, yeah. Out today, on today, off tomorrow, on the next day, since every other day. So if you're just uh, to the Tennessee line, that means you just passed Bucky's. Well, a while ago, yeah. <laughs> now i got to go through the chicken coop, the oh, Tennessee I... chicken coop, which is a major chicken coop. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, the biggest one i ever seen. What's on your mind, man? Hey, uh, you know. On the on these documents and everything, yeah. how do we know what doc? Isn't there a, a way to tell what documents have been taken, or how, how do they categorize these documents? that's top secret, or is there any trace of any? Uh, you know, how, how do they? Uh, you know, once a document is is top secret, you know, who does that, and and how do they document that it's been created? Yeah, it, it depends on the office. Uh, there are standards for government classification, and some of the standards are, have been in place forever. Like, you know, I think Roosevelt put a lot of them in place. And then uh, uh, there were actually updated orders. Executive order by Obama uh, changed the manner in which you, 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 you classify and then control the declassification. And that's still being used because it was actually a good system. But the, what they do is they put a cover sheet on them, but then you don't know how many copies have been made. So if you go into a meeting, there might be, you know, with high-level executives like a vice president, you might have a, a conference table and there are 10 folders with a cover sheet on it that's labeled with a red border, TSSCI, and it might even say what these, the program is and uh, distribution restricted. But he's the vice president, so he could walk away with a document and then decide to just put it in his drawer and get back to you later. Um, so Yeah, but... but- what I'm saying is, shouldn't there be a record that this document was actually created and it's, and it's missing from the archives? You would think that's so, but I'd then like again, it, it might be in the archives. Like I said, this might just be his copy of something that's still in the archives. Um, so okay. just the fact that it's a copy doesn't mean it's not classified. That? Do what? Did I lose you? They started somewhere and gave back the copies that was original. 
Well, yeah, so, you, you, they, I mean, they actually do a chain of custody. In fact, in fact, especially when you're doing something that involves a decision, they actually put a cover sheet decision um, uh, sheet on there, and you have to sign off on it. If you've got something that's that controlled, then it may literally have such limited access, you have to sign for it and then sign it back in when you're done. But like I said, he's the vice president of the United States. Ain't no telling. Um, but yeah. uh, anyway. Yeah, if it was in my possession, how would I keep, you know, how would I could make as many copies as I want and hand them out to as many people as I want to? Nobody would ever know. Well, that's that's the thing is we don't know what was done with it. Why was this stuff at a think tank office? Um, and why did it relate to Ukraine and to United Kingdom and to Iran, for that matter? Um, but there's a yeah. there's going to be more on this to come. I suspect the Republicans yeah. and the Oversight Committee are going to be dogging this thing like like nobody's business. Yeah, but uh, as long as you know, they can subpoena whoever they want to, as long as the DOJ says you know we're not going to press charges against this person for not showing up, <laughs> ain't nobody going to show up. Ain't nobody going to say anything. Uh, that's exactly right. Hey, you know, what's interesting too is the Penn Center where he had his office. Uh, somebody reminded me. Paul from Athens just reminded me in a text that. Um, uh, I believe the Chinese government has uh, provided financial support to the Penn Center where the office was located. Uh, just, just oh, surely you just. Uh, just <laughs> I'm not going to be a bit surprised if we don't find out that the Ukrainian government did also. Um, but uh, well. I'd say Putin's got a key to the office. Maybe who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, be safe on the road, man. We appreciate you. Have a good, have a good one, Phil. See ya. Putin's got a key to the office. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is too funny. Oh, wow. That's just, uh, all right. And the text lines, like I said, continue just to blow up. Um, we got, we got a new texter on there, uh, Boomer. All they said was, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I'll find out. All right. That's a heck of an intro. Um, and then, uh, Leanne, Leanne from Leanne from okay, Leanne from Huntsville. I finally got what she's doing. She's sending me something, and it's supposed to be said with an Italian accent. I oh. uh, see now. Now, now I get it. Now, the, the, what I'm supposed to be saying is Biden. He's a brain. She is a broker. And <laughs> and I, I I had no idea what she was doing because when you write Biden, he's a brain. She's a broken. You don't say read it like an Italian accent. Then I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, too funny. All right, we got lots more where this came from. We're going to switch gears. We're going to Home Fries coming up next. Got to talk about what's happening around the state of Alabama. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.